Welcome to the Westminster Effects Oxology podcast, where we explore popular practices, songs, and ideas in the modern church world in the light of Sola Scriptura and Tota Scriptura. I'm Cody Fields, the president of the Noseminster family of guitar effects. You can check us out at westminstereffects.com. Make sure you join in the discussion in the Westminster Effects Doxology podcast lounge on Facebook. You can thank John for that ridiculously long uh, Facebook group name. Uh, Bradley and John are not able to join us today due to scheduling because we're recording this much later in the day than normal. Uh, but in person in my home office on a Tuesday, <laughs> as is tradition for you, yeah. we, we have our boy Dwayne Atkinson. Uh, Dwayne, thanks for coming in, man. Oh, man, Cody, it is a pleasure to be here in the building in the building yes yes in the in the same spot where what two years ago yeah is that right oh my goodness we recorded an episode of your podcast the bar podcast sure did did. uh which legitimately is one of my favorite podcasts it is i I know i know you like to thank your listeners so you can thank me right now yeah yeah thank you cody (laughs) you're welcome yeah uh (laughs) where it's i mean i I, we, we said even before we started recording, we'll just go ahead and jump into sure. the bar. What is the bar? Uh, how did it start? All mm. that good stuff. Just okay. lay it on us. So um, the bar, uh, it, it does not stand for uh, alcoholic bar, but you can, you know, it could be, it gets talked about in those sentences or whatever. But what does it stand for? It stands for biblical and reform. So it's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> so, uh, biblical and reform, and um, and yeah, you know, for the really smart people that well, you know, this is your show. So there's not that many smart people listening. Not really. No. Okay, but <laughs> people say it's an oxymoron. I get it. You know, being biblical is also being reformed. I right. totally get it. But it was catchy. We 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 threw it around as a team, and that's actually how we came across. Um, I have a team of people that um, I've been working with for now, man, about seven years, and online friends. We started a Facebook group. Most of you probably know it. It's called uh, Be Not Deceived, mm-hmm. and so Be Not Deceived, uh, over 20,000 likes, uh, Facebook group. We came from a core of people, and, um, you know, as our... Uh, theology matured because Be yep. Not to See started out as like uh, aliens and conspiracy oh theory, and so you were you were basically doing discernment ministry on ancient aliens. Yes, yes, lizards. That's and, amazing. <laughs> and, and Catholics. So, so you so you were going after like the Hillary Clinton as yes. a lizard kind of thing. Yes, oh the eyes turning, all of that, bro. <laughs> like we were deep inside. So by by God's grace, he evolved our theology, um, and as he did, he and it's amazing because he did it seemingly as like at the same time, like we all kind of started, you know, going into the Reformed theology and an understanding, uh, getting a better understanding, and so. Uh, we're going to talk about my testimony a little later, but right. that's part of you know where the bar came from. But we formed it uh, whenever we f- realized you could do a podcast and have fun. Yeah, when we were doing discernment ministry, we would literally like picking fights and co- having callers, doing debates. Yeah, like, we yeah, were, yeah. Like it was hardcore, hardcore. And then um, I discovered a podcast which I won't mention because uh, they, uh, you know, on my podcast they were pronounced dead. Um, so, oh no, yeah. So uh, uh, I discovered a podcast. They were very interesting. And they were fun, and that actually what inspired me to start the bar. So here's the thing: the bar originally started out with supposed to be a, uh, the whole team on every week right. talking about 
you know, uh, uh, different current events and everything. And as you know, people's schedule get busy. Things yep. change. Yep. And um, and I, you know, I had to still had the vision for the podcast. And I was like, man, how can I keep this and ha- going? And how many people did you have? It was about five of us, man. And that's it's it's, it's tough scheduling with Bradley and John. I'm about with to just say two other guys, three yeah. people, yeah. So you can imagine five in totally different states. At least y'all are in the same, you know. County. Well, John John's in Nebraska. Oh, okay, John's in Nebraska. <laughs> okay, John, my bad, John. Sorry for you in Nebraska, um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, I have some people uh, all over the all over the country. Yep, yep. And so what I decided to do, um, inspired by. Um, uh, Todd Friel, believe it or not, I met sure, him yeah. in Greer in Greenville, and um, I told him about my idea, and he's like, you know, just interview people, like yeah. just make it a you know interview style, and so that was the birth of the Bar Podcast, man. And I literally, uh, like you said, two years ago, man, have been dropping episodes every Tuesday ever since. Mm. And and what's that's one of the things that I really like is is you have been so consistent. Even Al Moeller takes a couple months off. Every oh, year. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Uh, so so tell us tell us about the format for those who aren't familiar. Sure. What's your format? So what I try to do at the bar is kind of like we're doing here, like yeah. a laid back conversation. Um, even though, this is definitely more laid back than most of our episodes. Okay, you know well, good. See that that means I brought the atmosphere for sure. Um, so it's a laid back conversation cause you know, that's, that's, that's my, that's kind of my thing. And what I like to do is expose my listeners to like a, uh, dialogue or conversation that they no- yep. wouldn't normally get. Right. Like you mentioned Al Moeller, we've had him on the show. You know, that, that episode was fantastic. It was, you, you man. Get, you get Moeller talking about uh, fishing. bass fishing. Yeah. Oh. Or was it was it bass or fly? Bass. Yeah. Yeah. He's a bass fisherman. And, and, and you know, listening to him on the briefing or yeah. whenever he makes a news appearance or exactly. if you're listening to him at T4G or Gospel Coalition exactly. or whatever, like you think he's so serious or, or even thinking in public or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, like the guy is brilliant. Yeah. And you got him talking about bass fishing. Bass fishing. <laughs> talking about worms and everything. He got excited. Excited. Like he literally when he when we got off the call, he was like, Man, I really enjoyed that. Like yeah. Yeah. He, he gave me the whole endorsement and everything during the show. But so that's what I bring. I bring that conversation. And what I love about the bar is not only do we get the Al Molers, the Stephen Lawson's, uh, but we also do what I call local passive spotlight. Yes. And that's probably a lot of people's favorite. Um, when I first started, I interviewed uh Pat uh Ventilli from uh formerly Righteous Wretch. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I asked him, you know, who was his favorite, you know, teacher, pastor, whatever. And so I'm coming out of the charismatic movement, which we'll talk about later. And uh, he, he made a point. He was like, hey, I really, you know, I enjoy those guys, but I enjoy my local pastor more. And that spoke to yeah, me like yeah. volume. I was like, yo, okay, I need to provide a platform for these guys. They may not be on the, the, the conference circuit. They may mm-hmm. not have a bestseller. Um, but I'm going to bring them, you know, out and let people hear their stories and, and, and maybe people can relate. And I've got so much good feedback from. Yeah, that. those those stories are always really cool uh, because it, it could be uh, I, re- I seem to recall a guy in the upstate a couple weeks ago, maybe last month, who had just this insane story. Oh, yeah. Where where like his life got wrecked. Yeah. He left Shout the out pastorate. to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> he left the pastorate for a while, comes back and God's doing all this cool work through him and through this church plant, I think in Taylor's. Was that right? Yep. And uh, but then you got other guys that were like, yeah, I was raised in church and I'm 
pastoring this church in a suburb. Yep. And yep. it's cool. Yep. But that's that's stories. just as important as exactly. the guy with the crazy story. Exactly. Um, like it's it, it always kind of I don't want to say irritates. Mm. Um, but maybe that is the right word. I don't want to say it, but maybe that's the right <laughs> word. It is is when is when churches have people give their testimony and the only time they have them give a testimony is when man, my story stuff. is nuts. I yeah. was I was doing crack under a bridge right, or, right. or, or whatever. <laughs> right. Which, which yeah, that's awesome, but let's also celebrate just as as uh excitedly the people with the with the normal guy right story right so that's that's kind of what i see the local pastor spotlight doing a lot of times is yeah normal stories are just as god glorifying as the big names nice man that's dope so that and that's that's really what i uh what i wanted to do you know is is bring that that awareness to those guys because they don't get it and then you know it's kind of selfish as well because uh I never run out of content. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> There's always a local pastor somewhere. Yeah, there you know, you're gonna run out of big names one of these days. Exactly. <laughs> one of exactly. these days. But even with the big names, what I like with those guys is it humanizes them. Uh we we put these guys on such a pedestal mm-hmm. so often. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Where where you know, Al Mohler likes to bass fish. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, Mark Dever pretty much murdered you on that one episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew we couldn't get past. No, <laughs> I mean that was that was just. I mean, even in all of podcasting, that's just a classic moment. <laughs> Not just the bar in all of podcasting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so, just go listen to that episode. <laughs> we we won't even go into it. Just go listen yeah, to it. It's, ep- was, it's absolutely epic. But it humanizes these guys. Oh, for it's, sure, it's for sure. Real people. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's what I've that's what I noticed in in doing it. You know, I mean, I knew they were human. I knew they were real people. But actually, getting being able to get these give these conversations and say yo and man and yeah and you know oh, yeah. just being myself. Yeah. And then they they they're receptive and cool with it. I mean, it's it's all love, man. And then. You always there's always that curveball at the end where you we start getting, uh, hey, what kind of music do you listen to? Right, and you don't know. You literally have no idea what nope. they're gonna say. A lot of these guys, you know, <laughs> because reformedum is so nerdy so often. Yep, for sure. You know that you know there's gonna be some. Oh yeah, I like hymns and classical. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy some classical stuff here and there, but right. you know my listeners know I'm kind of a metalhead, right, and all that kind of stuff. But like when you got guys throwing out like, oh yeah, I was listening to Wu Tang right. earlier. Right. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, you're one of these bigger name reform right. guys. Right. Are, are you allowed to do that? Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I think. Uh, Lingan Duncan with the uh, Motown, it threw me. I was yeah. not expecting yeah, cause Motown. Did he, didn't he specifically drop like Earth, Wind, and Fire? Oh, he was going, he was <laughs> dropping names left and right. I was like, yo, this ain't even a front. Like Lingan, like that's that's what he, he he's he real to. Motown fan. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure, for sure. That yeah, and that's and and what's uh, so what makes that even more people that might not know Lingan, he's from Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah, he, he is. is from he here. Went, he went to Furman, right? Yeah, he's from here, dog. And so he for him to say he like like Motown, like that's not common. Like if he was from Detroit or whatever, right. I would say okay, all right, right. I get it. Nah, he was like, yo, I want I want that. <laughs> I want that joint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, anything, anything else with? Oh yeah, you got a network. Yeah. You have an entire podcast network. It's not just the bar podcast, right? You have uh, just thinking, mm-hmm. and 
that's the only one that I can <laughs> <laughs> with off the top of my head. Sorry, guys. I, I've got them. I've got them on the. I got them on the tip of my tongue, and I just can't get them out. Sorry, guys. No. So, um, and the network basically was the team of people that I wanted to start with. Yeah. I gave them opportunities to have their own. Right. And so, um, you know, besides Pastor Discussion, which is on Monday, Pastor Discussion. Uh, these guys were actually a podcast already in motion, already doing their thing. Reached out to us, wanted to partner up, mm-hmm. and um, and we we drilled them. We you know we we went hard. Like we pulled out all of our uh, old conspiracy theory methods of searching, <laughs> 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 and and we went through all of this stuff, man. And just uh, you know, and, and they they ended up being real solid guys and uh, produced really good content. And so, uh, pastor discussion is on the network. Just thinking, uh, Daryl and Virgil. Uh, me and Virgil. He, Virgil was part of the original mm-hmm, team. Mm-hmm. Um, Daryl. Uh, Those it? dudes go hard. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they are the opposite feel as the bar. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we're the appetizers. That's why we're on Tuesday. They're on Wednesday. They're the main course. <laughs> Fair enough. They're on Wednesday. That for that reason. Uh, even though they try to make me drop it on Monday, I'm like, no, stop. Please, but Daryl and Virgil, yeah, uh, Daryl, um, Daryl still has the most downloaded episode of the bar. Like when he was a guest on the bar, oh really? It's still number one as far as number of downloads. So it wasn't me or Phil. Nope. Sorry guys, <laughs> it was not. Uh, but yeah, so Daryl and Virgil, and then um, recent connect with uh, Mario Esco Live, uh, which is a, a, a hip-hop artist that has a... He does a Facebook Live as well as court, record the audio, make it a podcast. Okay, yeah. It's really cool. Kind of like a Breakfast Club type deal, you know, like a New York, you know, Christian mm-hmm. hip-hop thing, which is really cool. And then I have uh, Bars, Biblical Reform Spitters with um, T. Barlow. He hosts that on Fridays, and he interview rappers kind of the same way I do pastors and yeah, yeah, things yeah. like that. He do he do rappers, and, and that's that's a pretty cool one too because you also have it's almost like a local rapper oh spotlight for sure. because for sure. because there's so many local for musicians sure. or even regional or whatever. Well, see that that's kind of a two way because like it's half of it is. We want to highlight those guys. The other half is the the big dudes don't give us callbacks. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep producing content. Right, exactly. And then the the last ad to the network was uh, Truth and Fire, the podcast. Uh, yes. With uh, Miss, uh, I, I can't say the name in French, but her name is French on Instagram and Twitter, whatever it is. We'll it's, put it in the notes. Verite fou or something go. like that. Did I, did I get it right? I didn't take French. I took Spanish. <laughs> I, I I did. I took Spanish as well. Okay. I remember none of it. So. <laughs> oh, I'm, I might I might remember some of the naughty words oh, that people looked up in the middle of class. You know, <laughs> of course. But, but that's about it. You know. So let, let me let me tell you a quick story about my Spanish experience. Oh no! Oh no! Real quick. <laughs> so. Uh, you know, in Spanish, you get to name yourself, you know, so I, I call myself Felipe, you know, okay. at the time Felipe Lopez was a basketball player, real popular. So <laughs> in my class, it was this guy named Keith, Mc, uh, what was it? Keith McLaurin and Keith has some really big lips. He's a black guy. This isn't racist or nothing. I'm black myself. You didn't know by now, <laughs> <laughs> but Keith had really big lips and he would shake his head and his lips would like just wrap around his face and I would bust out laughing. Like every time, and when I would laugh, the teacher would kick me out. Felipe, get out of my class! <laughs> so every day I got kicked out of Spanish because of Keith McLaurin and, and his giant lips and his giant lips, man. And here's the thing: 
I was just lucky that the basketball coach was the English teacher. He was right next door, and when I was sitting in the hall, he would come get me and let me sit in his class. But oh, that's, that's amazing. That's a look. I don't think anybody heard that story. This oh is man, that, yeah, that's that's a Westminster Effects Doxology podcast exclusive right there. That's that's gold. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, speaking of high school, we were going to get into your testimony. That's yeah. that's a professional segue right there. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I like it. Especially since I mentioned that it was a segue. There you go. Um, so, you've got a pretty good story yourself. Yeah. Um, How much time we got? <laughs> as, as much as you want. It's. I mean, this is this is my business's podcast, so we can do whatever we want. All right, all right. So, good deal. I guess, I guess as long as we don't start cussing, I think we're okay. Okay, all right. <laughs> That means no more. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, d- never mind. Yeah. All right. Anyway. The, the hymns and hops guys would be proud right now. Yeah, they would. They would. All right, here we go. So my testimony is, is uh, man, just, just a picture of God's grace, man. Um, grew up in a little town called Turkey, North Carolina. Um, please Google it. Look it up. Give us some hits on, uh, on Google. But Turkey, North Carolina. I'm Googling it right now. You're Googling it right now. So Turkey, North Carolina, uh, where I grew up, uh, my parents were uh, missionary Baptists. And um, I grew up, you know, uh, loving sports, playing drums uh, in the church, never miss a service. The booming metropolis of Turkey, which had 292 people in the 2010 census. (laughs) So says Wikipedia. Uh... That's that's my hometown, man. Okay, so over here in the eastern part of North Carolina, getting toward uh, Fayetteville, is that yep. right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's okay. me, man. That's me. Good stuff. So, uh, yeah, so grew up Missionary Baptist as well as, uh, like I said, I, I played the drums and I, uh, I I played sports, very active, and, um, you know, was definitely a, a center, uh, <laughs> for sure. Uh, Weren't uh, we all? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um and um un, un unregenerate uh if that's a word but um I I pride myself back then in womanizing just to be mm, honest and yeah. transparent yeah um I, I was a player you know you play the drums you you you, you play sports you know you know wait 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 this is a guitar effects podcast oh, my bad my bad <laughs> <laughs> my bad my bad, no, my bad guys. No, we make fun of drummers around oh. here. I'm just kidding. Well, you know, drummers, man. They, the girls be they be looking at the drummers, man. So, but anyway, they be looking at the guitars either. But y'all supposed to be safe, so we're gonna get back to my story. <laughs> so, um, you know, high school, you know, run, you know, just pretty much playing church. Yeah. Um, just running around, you know, making sure, like it did and even when I got to college, it didn't matter how wasted I was Saturday night, I would mm-hmm. always get up and get behind the drums on Sunday. Right. And um I'm sure a few times you were pretty hungover. Oh, for sure. Sets, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Dwayne, why are you sweating so much? <laughs> <laughs> for sure. By God's grace, y'all. God's grace. <laughs> and um and so when I was twenty five, man, um, I had uh, uh, dropped out of college. Um, I was working at a factory. I started, you know, smoking weed all the time mm-hmm. and, um, you know, still womanizing. And, and just my life was taking a downward spiral. And I was living with my mom and dad. 
And um, so I mean, this this was straight like living for yourself. Yeah, like do whatever you want kind yep. of thing. Yeah, yeah, wide open. B- basically, what every dude would do without sanctification. Exactly, yeah. exactly, wide open. Um, yeah. everything minus the crack under the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go that far. Fair by, enough. Fair by enough. God's grace. <laughs> so um, so at the time, um, it was my son's mother and a lady, another lady. I was kind of dating at the same time and they called me on a phone effect called three-way i have to get the phone effect part because i said mm-hmm. that one time on a podcast i'm like man i got caught up on three-way and i was like what what is that like oh and they, they thought they it was people, something people start getting the right. wrong idea right it wasn't <laughs> it's a fun it's, it's a way that you can call a person <laughs> while someone else is on the line <laughs> And so they call me and, you know, you know, I'm talking to one all sweet, you know, spitting game. And then the other one comes through like, ah, oh, you so-and-so. And that, and oh, God no. used that, man, because that was my pride. My pride had me yeah. like, I'm this player. I can, you know, I can have as many girls as I want. You can string want. both of them yeah, along at the I same time. Yeah, I can do exactly yeah. what, I, you know, what. I, and he used that moment, man, to, to, to crush my heart. And when I got off the phone, I literally rode out of the bed onto my knees. And I was like, God, you know, I'm just, I'm throwing my life away. You know, mm-hmm. take me now, you know, help me, you know, fix it. And that same night, um, my church, my current church had a Bible study. And so I went to that Bible study and, you know, prayed with the pastor. And uh, and I wish I could say it was happily ever after. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately, it wasn't. <laughs> Uh, well, not, as, not, as Bugs Bunny has said many times, I knew I should have taken the left at Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah. Because when I got back home, I you know re- jumped right to TBN. Because to me, Whew. that was yeah, that was that was church. That, that was, was that was the experience. That was the experience. They, they played to that experience. Yeah, that was the experience. So I'm I'm watching TBN. I'm following. You know, I'm getting the uh, the uh, Joe Osteen emails yep. every day. Yep. You know, um, uh, as as the uh, Osteen Distortion version two stares at us from my floor, <laughs> right, from my little, personal pedal board. And... L- little plug right there. <laughs> getting the emails, getting the uh, you know sign up for the the, the Creflo dial. I mean, just all of that Creflo. Yeah. So it wasn't even like Prosperity Light, like we think of with Osteen and Joyce Meyer and those kind of guys. It's like Creflo's hardcore Prosperity. Well, Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 So, and, and it wasn't. So, for me, the appeal wasn't the prosperity. The appeal was these guys are on TV. Back then, I thought because if you was on TV, that means you yeah. were doing something good. Just like yeah. with sports, you know, if you make it to, on yeah, TV, yeah, you want to you want to see the highest level possible. Exactly. That's why we watch. You know, exactly. like I'm a Clemson fan, you're a UNC fan. Exactly. So and you're a big NBA fan too, right? Yeah, I like NBA. So yeah. like that I mean NBA clearly. Yeah. The highest and, level of And so basketball. that was the mentality yeah. though. That was it wasn't like I said, it wasn't what they were teaching or whatever. It was yeah. okay, they're on TV, so that means they must That must mean they're big league. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's what drew me to them. And um and that that's what, you know, drew me to that whole what they were saying, you mm-hmm. know, because it turned in from it changed from, you know, who they were to what they were actually saying. And at that same time is when I met my wife and my wife was uh, I met her on MySpace, by the way. Uh, so I'm dating myself a little bit. I mean, hey, I, I had a MySpace, too. Yeah, man. I mean, I got Facebook the basically the same year it came out when you still had to have the dot the college yeah, yeah yeah the, the college i did too address. yeah i did too yeah and that yeah. was my freshman year of college yeah yeah which, I, I wasn't a freshman i was like a fifth year sixth year <laughs> at the time but <laughs> yeah so so you met your wife on myspace i met her on myspace um 
and um and she was actually attending uh redemption which you know is in greenville big huge or or church. was in was. greenville that's yeah that's now true. that ron carpenter's gone no no longer there but so she was at redemption and um and so when we got married that's the church she was at and so i jumped head first in you know yeah because you know this looked like what i saw on tv you right. Know? So this was everything they were talking about, you know, and declaring and, you know, all of that stuff. It was this, it was matching up with what I thought was the big mm-hmm. league. And I mean, it was no coincidence that uh, maybe a year or two in, they actually blended a TBN deal. Like we went. To oh, Atlanta. really? Yeah. We went to Atlanta. I drove a little short bus with the praise and worship team down to Atlanta. Oh, and he did okay. a TBN special. And that same night, it was so anointed, air quotes, you can't see it, but right, right. it was so anointed <laughs> that uh, TBN offered him like a prime spot Oh wow! on a Sunday. Like they gave him like the best spot. And it's funny, but that actually was part of their downfall because they gave it to him for a year. And then after that, they had to pay for it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it was way too expensive. But anyway, so. I saw that man, and so I like I said I dove in. I was in the band, played the you know percussion, I, um, and and I back in college when I was still figuring yeah, out what sure. was going on in the first. I actually visited Redemption a couple times. Yeah, yeah. So it, is it possible that I actually saw you play? And po- didn't it know? depends on what year. What yeah. year? Oh, it was probably oh seven oh eight. Yeah, oh eight. I was there. Yeah, yeah. Oh eight. That I was is there. that is crazy. The world is the world is so tiny. But it I didn't, I didn't. I hadn't realized until like the last maybe even year that Ron Carpenter was such a huge name. Oh yeah, uh, and probably just because of oh yeah he's in Greenville whatever. Right. Like I knew his church was enormous, right. but I didn't realize like oh yeah the heights that he had ascended to. Yeah, yeah. He he had moved up in the ranks, um, and and that's what it is. It's a it's a pyramid scheme pretty much, mm. and he had made his way up. Uh, he sold enough top. essential oils. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He had enough uh, $5 uh, jury. <laughs> Paparazzi shot. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so I saw that, man, and I, d- I dove in head first, was fully a part of it. I mean, I even uh, taught middle school boys on Wednesday night. Mm. Like, I mean, and it's funny because I was, I was actually expositing scriptures back then, had no idea. We were walking mm. through wow. Samuel, you know, doing the, the – the, the, yeah. uh, the, the life of David, pretty much, for my boys. I thought that would be a cool story for boys. Mm-hmm. And so we literally just, like, boom, boom, boom. Each just line. plowing straight through. Yeah. Which you don't hear about no. in, that, in those circles. No. So let me tell you another story. How much? You should no, be good? Yeah, we're good, man. Okay. We're good. <clears throat> I mean, we, so uh, last week, I think we pushed an hour 20. So. Okay. All right. <laughs> so 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 is that is that is that when it was still called the Teen Arena, too? Okay. Let, let me back up. Okay. okay. So Teen Arena... Because uh, I saw I, I saw Reliant K right. in the Teen Arena years ago. Uh, right. My dad actually lost his work cell. I got my dad in the pit, and my dad <laughs> lost his work cell phone, which, if I remember correctly, was a Motorola Razor. Oh wow! Back when they were like three hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so shout out to Padre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Teen Arena had uh, what they had decided to do was to, to separate the middle school. Because okay. they felt like the middle school was getting exposed. Because Tina Arena had kind of like you know high school kids and right you know dark and lights. You know kids going to do all kind of crazy stuff. Well, and especially like when you're even with the subject matter, there's some stuff that middle school kids aren't. Oh ready yeah, for, for sure. And- so they separated them, and they had this little ministry called Elevate, and that's what um, 
Um, not right. the Furtick one. No, not the Furtick. <laughs> Inspired by Furtick, I'm sure. <laughs> but it was called Elevate, and uh, and the 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 children's pastor, air quotes again, Paula Houston, um, asked me to lead the middle school boys, mm. and so okay. I I did it, you know, and uh, and so what I was going to say is because I was literally walking them through scripture. Um, Redemption had just hired a new uh, marketing guy. And the marketing guy came and sat in one of my teachings. Mm-hmm. And at the same time that this was happening, they also hired a new guy for the teens. And so the marketing guy was like, he went back to leadership and was like, yeah. man, them boys, are, they're bored, man. That guy ain't, you know. What? Yeah, because I'm, I'm walking through scripture. Oh, man. And he was like, they need to go down there to the new place. You're not decreeing and imparting. Well, no, and well I'm not lights and camera. We were in a gym. Yeah. We literally took. Oh, okay. Every, we, we literally was almost like a whole separate church. Yeah, outside yeah, yeah. Of them. I we were, we were in the gym, no lights, no camera. With with my with my because I grew up in a church of like three hundred people. So when I think middle school boys, my default is like fifteen dudes oh, at no. most. But no, like no. this is this is redemption. Yeah, you're talking <laughs> about sixty, seventy. Yeah, this is boys. this is basically a small church. Yeah, yeah, and we are in a gym in a, a wall partitioner. I got a speaker, mm-hmm. my microphone, and my laptop. Yeah, and he's observing. And down the hill, they got lights and a DJ and all of that. Oh, yeah. So he said, oh, yeah, y'all, you know, these boys are bored. They need to go. So they shut it down. This mm. was then. I, You know, this yeah. is all before the bar and reform oh, theology yeah. Yeah. and all. Yeah. <laughs> this is all before all of that. I mean, so, if, you're, if you're reformed and you're at redemption, then that's, <laughs> that's, some, that's some 007 type of stuff, man. <laughs> right. That, that's true. You're undercover. So back to my story. Um so that and actually that probably was one of the things that kind of got me looking like okay something is not right yeah about this um and and it's funny man it's funny how how my journey went because as I was discovering that I also was discovering uh the NAR the new apostolic right. reformation right. thinking like okay what they're talking about at redemption, you know, prosperity whatever 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 that's cool but that's not it this is it over here but didn't so in terms of terminology, maybe they're just using terms differently with the New Apostolic Reformation. Didn't they call Ron Carpenter an apostle? They did. They did. But so, he didn't. So he never really like. He didn't really latch on to that. Yeah. Then. yeah okay. They called him that. Like somebody yeah. called him that, said he was that. And they whatever. would say fivefold and yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. They, they had the terminology. Yeah. But they weren't like. And that was the thing. Like. That's what I, I like. Oh, they're not walking into fivefold ministry, you know. I'm mm-hmm. thinking, I'm like, yeah. oh, I need to find somebody that's doing it. Hmm. And I connected with a pastor or apostle in mm. <laughs> Dallas, Texas. And so, um, because my wife does dance, she does, yeah. you know, liturgical dance, and a lot of liturgical dance uh, is connected with a lot of, you know, unfortunately, a lot of NAR, right? Um, because right. of the whole, you know, you got um, the flags, yeah, and, changing yeah. the atmosphere, and us yeah. all interconnected, yeah. And so, um, we connected with this this past this apostle, or whatever, and we took a course with them, uh, kind of like a ministry gift course, mm-hmm. and so it was a year long course. We paid all this money. You know, we did all these phone calls. You had to read these books, write papers, all of that. And when it was all over. We had to have your Scientology test. (laughs) Not quite. (laughs) And when it was all over, we flew to Dallas and we actually had a ceremony where they released us, air quotes again, as apostles. Which is a a big buzzword in in the NAR. Yeah. 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 They released us as, as, as apostles. 
And so, you know, to this day, like certain people still refer to me to that and, 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 like, and a certain facebook group that shall remain oh nameless guys we still we still call you oh my gosh <laughs> i would not comment <laughs> last time i did it was bad last time you did we gave you even more crap than we normally do uh, okay <laughs> you got me sweating now look good <laughs> good it's good it builds character it's good for you so uh so so yeah so i was i was released as an apostle but don't Here's what's weird to me about sure. this story is don't people in the NIR normally claim that to be an apostle you have to have met Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. But did that happen to you? Let's well, see, listen, it, it was an <laughs> embellished story, man. Like all, oh, like all really? of their stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well yeah. of course well of course there's multiple ways to take their stories of even yeah. either they make it up yeah. or they did see something and yeah. I don't know, it wasn't jesus well you know it was, it was now we go back to be not deceived man it was a fallen right. angel uh <laughs> <laughs> succubus and cat no. <laughs> <laughs> but no so it was hillary clinton that you actually right, saw right, right. <laughs> right. eyes twitched no. <laughs> no so so you know, and that's 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 the funny thing. Yeah, like this guy, he was not requiring a Jesus visit, the visitation. Yeah, yeah. for your because he for him it was it will come. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's it's. God, that almost sounds like uh, Roman Catholicism. Oh, where, for sure. Where uh, the priests are <laughs> like when they're consecrated or whatever, and even if they fall into total apostasy, they can still. Uh, transform the mass, the elements of the mass into Jesus' body. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, totally. Same That's crazy. Way. That's yeah, crazy. It, it will come. My my vision will come because I think I even brought it up because I remember reading um, one of those guys and it was talking about this, you know, things about being an apostle, mm -hmm. about seeing Jesus. And I'm like, dang, like I ain't, I ain't never seen Jesus. You know, like <laughs> it's in a picture. You know, I don't yeah. know. And then I, that's not Jesus. That's a you know, that's a. Who's that dude? I used to know them dudes that they, that the painting was was after. Oh man! I used uh, to call them out. All I can think of is Obi Wan Kenobi in episode <laughs> two. <laughs> that one that right. goes around every now and then. Right, but yeah. So, but so, yeah. He he didn't require that, and so hmm. uh, of course I had an embellished story later. I mean, mm -hmm. just to be real, honest, transparent, um, an embellished story uh, on my way to work. You know, right? Because I used to ride down eighty five. Yeah. And um and on my way, way man. To if work. Jesus pops up in eighty yeah. five, you're gonna have a traffic jam. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he popped he, in my story. Except except that we have traffic jams on eighty five all true. the time anyway. every day. <laughs> so that means he showed up. <laughs> but in my story, in my embellished story, as I was crying about being an apostle, mm -hmm. he he came in the passenger seat and comforted me. And, and oh wow, yeah, that was my story. It, and, so you just made that up totally? So I did have a moment. Okay, fair in enough. In the car, fair I had enough. a moment in the car, and and but Jesus didn't come. But I I, I was like, you know, I was kind of carrying the the bear right the, the, right of, of the name, and I was like, man, I I still do this. I'm still this. Mm -hmm. And and there were, and a calm came on me. You know, it really you know a calm yeah. did come on me. Um, and, and that turned into, Jesus. but Jesus didn't buckle up. No, nah, he didn't nah. take the wheel. He didn't or... take the wheel. No. Like <laughs> I had to drive all the way to work. Like, <laughs> you know, he didn't take the wheel. That's for sure. But, um, but that was my story. And, and I was, I was deep in it. Um, uh, and here's the weird thing. I was still at redemption. <laughs> yeah. I was still a member there, 
but an apostle. Interesting. Yeah. So, so is this, you know, we have like this seven mountain mandate that the NIR talks yep. about. So would they talk about you being like a workplace apostle yep. or something like yep. that? Really? Okay. Yeah. Yep. I didn't. Ha- I didn't have a, a building per se. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had this great vision of a ministry and and it's funny because i brought it up and i was like yeah this is what i want to do i want to go back Mm -hmm. home i Mm want to i even had a name kingdom expansion you know i even got it trademarked and everything sounds super nar oh for sure (laughs) my wife made this dope like logo with a uh the x the x was a shield with two swords making an x oh Oh, yeah it was it was legit man like that that's harkening back to constantine even i'm telling you man like it was it was legit and uh, and even he shouted out. He was like, "Well, you know, that's good, you know, but I think you're gonna be a workplace, you know, apostle." Mm. You know? And I was like, "Oh, snap! Okay, well, <laughs> all right then." And so, um, and and I even formed Be Not Deceived while I was while you an were apostle. an apostle, yeah. <laughs> and 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 it's irony of ironies, right? Irony of ironies, dog. <laughs> and so, um, and so I, I, you know, I started, uh, you know, just. As I was in that world, witnessing the embellishing of the stories, yes, yeah. that's, that's what NAR is more than anything mm-hmm. is embellishing of the stories. I would I would remember witnessing. Uh, I was at the event like where it happened, mm-hmm. and when they recounted it or they recalled it, it was totally different. I was like, "Bruh, like <laughs> I was there. That did not happen. <laughs> like, did I?" Did Jesus black me out or something? Like right, what, right. When did that happen? Which, which depending on your take of getting slain, I yeah, know, I guess what? so. <laughs> I might have got slain. And but at, but at the same time, like you see this all the time. Like I know there's a lot of controversy around Todd Bentley, for example, oh, for and sure. and his claiming that people had his revival playing on their phone and a oh. dude raised from the dead in Houston. And of course, gosh. nobody can verify. Nobody. It. Yeah. Even though we all have 4K cameras Nobody. in our pockets, nobody was recording that. <laughs> <laughs> that is unreal, right? Right. But yeah, so that's that, and that was the that was the thing, man. Um, and I started to see that. I started to see the trend, and I literally, as I was looking and searching and growing, mm-hmm. I was going actually. Ref- um, um, what's it called? Fundamental. I was going fundamental. Like I was watching. Oh, okay. I was watching Mike Hoggart. I don't know if you know who Mike Hoggart yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching Mike Hoggart, and Mike Hoggart was fundamental. And guys uh, like uh, John Hamblin, and or is it Hamblin or Hamlin? I don't know. Ham, I think it's Hamlin. I don't know. Um, like I actually follow him on Twitter just oh, for really? giggles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but him, like guys like him, and then uh, I guess like the most. In famous or infamous mm-hmm. name right now would be Steven Anderson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going that route, man, just because I was so tired of the manipulation and yeah. the embellishing. So I was yeah. like, man, ain't nothing going on. So and- so within the NAR, is it is it why do they embellish so much? Is it so they, they have can get to. A, is, is it so they can get a bigger platform? Yes. Or, like, yes. is it is it... Because there's a lot of things that we can throw around within sure. the NAR. Uh, you've got like this influx of new age practices. Yep. Uh, yep. Doreen Virtue and Melissa Doherty have done a lot of really yep. good work on that. Cultish has done some yep. good work on that. Um, so you've got that. You've got the prosperity stuff within it. It's mixed in, yep. Um, you've got a whole lot of glitz and glam. Oh, for and sure. Enormous stories. So so why is it all it has manipulation to be. and embellish? It has to be. So, so so why is that? So so Peter Peter uh Wagner mm-hmm. is considered the modern 
He's the supposed to be the apostle of apostles. He's supposed to be right. the one that the restoration guy. Yeah, right? he's the one because he, see Peter Wagner has a theology degree, mm-hmm. so he understood he he understands sound theology. He just don't apply it. Like, right. <laughs> like, he understands it. He just doesn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he even I think there's some belief there. It's just he he mm-hmm, he, mm-hmm. he realized. I mean, honestly, I I just I can't think he's no more than a manipulator. Sure, you know. Um and and that's why it's the called the new apostolic reformation right because of his it has to be new yep because uh, even uh, Wagner and Cheon and all those guys yep. um at least they used to I know there's some guys that have shifted to say that the the office of apostles always been around mm-hmm. but nope. when this thing started they're like yeah God's restoring yep. the office of apostle yep. exactly even though now a lot of them are coming around and saying oh yeah that's this has always been a thing yeah. yeah no but it wasn't you you didn't see that in the you know in the 60s 70s I mean mm-hmm. 50, none of you didn't see that nowhere right Nobody but, was but what you did see was the same old uh, taking Joel two out of context. Oh, sure, sure. You know we're one generation away from Jesus returning sure. and all this kind of thing. Yep. And it's yep. it's always the same message. Yep. Seventies, eighties, nineties, even you know nineties with the Toronto thing. Oh yeah. Uh, or right now, whether you're talking about Bethel or IHOP or whatever, yep. or yep. even still some in Toronto. Why are you whispering, man? Why you... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm eating the microphone. It's oh, okay. okay. Right. Um, and we'll put a compressor on. Wait, it. you so, were saying you Bethel or IHOP? Like you didn't want to? Like they were outside the door or something? Man, <laughs> <laughs> man they got eyes everywhere. We oh, got to okay. be careful. All right, all right. Uh, but. But even you know, like I've I've actually known people in this area that oh, have gone sure. to the Hogwarts, you know. Is <laughs> <laughs> it Hogwarts? I mean, is it not? <laughs> I can't do it, man. Oh my gosh, uh, that that's a good one. That is a good. Oh, one. I give you that one. I, I'm just irritated that. I, I came up with this before Chris Rosebro started calling them Hogwarts. <laughs> and then he started calling them Hogwarts. I was like, dang it. Right, like, I got to get some royalties on yeah, that. Yeah, you should have put it out there first. Yeah, man. right? Speaking of Chris, if you're listening, Chris, I would love to have you on my show. <laughs> <laughs> same, same here. Right. Same here. We, we, could even do a, we could even do a mashup. Right. The Bar in Westminster Effects Doxology podcast mashup with Chris Rosebro. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, he won't he won't respond. But anyway, back to my story. <laughs> <laughs> back to my story. So I was going fundamental. Well, let me go back because you asked yeah, me a question yeah. about uh, why they. So in order to uh, to to get the respect, in order to gain the interest of the people, mm-hmm. your story can't be regular. Like, right. It has. To it be, has to be enormous. It has to be enormous. And you you know when you put value on people that say God said or right. I saw or I dreamed or whatever when you put the value of that over Scripture, yep. which is what happens, and yep. that that's how that happens. And so it started a trend, and you know, because it's funny because when you're first entering in, you know, you're nervous to say God say, you know, because mm-hmm. you you know there's something to the core not right about that, right? Until right. you get in and it's so common. And then it, it just comes right out, you know. God is telling me, wow. you know, I'm, I'm hearing, you know, the spirit of the Lord is saying, yeah, you know. And so not not like it's not like a, you know, because every, every now and then, like in at our church at Res, like 
you know, Bradley might say, you know, I really feel like someone needs to hear. Right. But it's scriptural. Yeah, sure. It, it is sure. right down the line. It's straight out of, you know, whatever. Maybe somebody needs to be comforted. Yeah, maybe sure. they need to be assured of salvation so, or whatever. Yeah. And, but, and, but, and this is, but this is, you know, I am hearing from God that yeah, 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 you're yeah. going to launch a multi-billion dollar <laughs> business. Right. <laughs> right. So, and, and, you know, and... It's funny. Um, one one of the dudes I used to love to read, John Eckhart, has this book called uh, "God Still Speaks," mm-hmm. uh, which is talking about prophecy. But it's 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 wrong and not you know scriptural. But you know God does orchestrate our conversation. You know, sure, yeah, and and, and that's how you know. So there's a balance to that. But these guys take that that instance where God may use you know the conversation, mm-hmm. and then they whenever. They're not being, I guess, used by God to say certain things. They keep going and until it's right. something that they want. Like, yeah, and and ultimately, like, I don't want to jump the shark or anything or jump too <laughs> far ahead, but ultimately, in a lot of these cases, and this isn't to like denigrate charismatics as a whole, sure, because uh, we have really awesome brothers and sisters oh, yeah. in, in in that world. Uh, but a, a lot of times in the NAR, like this, straight up turns into a different gospel. Right? Oh, it is. Like it, it's no. not. It's not trust in Jesus for forgiveness oh, and is. to be made right with God, it turns into come to Jesus, he'll make your dreams come oh, true, sure. you'll get all this power and whatever. For sure, for sure. Yeah, no, it, it it literally makes, you know, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, um, uh, uh, a spiritual genie. Yeah. You know, and somebody even said that. Yeah, I or, or uh, I think I got a comment on one of the podcasts before where we were talking about the prosperity gospel, it turns him into a vending machine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, that's good. But yeah, so that was that was the thing, man, um, and that's why, like I said, that's mm-hmm. why they have to 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 build a story up. Um, but just kind of continue to get me out of because you got me stuck in the yeah uh, yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> got me stuck in the fundamental. I don't want to think I'm a fundamental Baptist, right? Um, so I was for the record, Dwayne is yeah. not IFB. Yeah, I hadn't got I, I more to the story. So I actually um, was working for the city of Greenville. And, um, you know, the whole be not deceived mind is if somebody says something, you got to figure out a way to see where it's corrupt. Right. So somebody mentioned Calvinism to me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I'm about to watch all these debates and see, yeah. you know, somebody tell And then you're up. like, oh, wait a minute. Right. <laughs> this so, makes sense. So I start watching the debates and I start, you know, kind of throwing the words out here, throwing around. And, and the guy heard me. One of the guys that worked with me heard, with mm-hmm. me, heard me. And he was over planning. And he was like, hey. Who say something about Calvinism? I said, "Yeah, man, I'm you know just kind of researching a little bit." He's like, "You want to learn about?" it? I said, "Yeah, sure." You know, I'm thinking like, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna learn it and I'm gonna turn it around. <laughs> just on. totally destroy this guy yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, he got look, he got that ESV Bible, man. He got to have the King James, man. What? Are you, <laughs> that's not even a real Bible. Wow. <laughs> so you were apostolic with the King James? What? So well, I was that was when of, you had yeah. that was when you had left. Yeah, Sorry. I, I yeah. left. I I left. Didn't didn't officially denounce it back then, but yeah, okay. I wasn't. You know, claiming that, and then okay. that's when I went to the King James only gotcha. fundamental, um, which is was a small time period. So we're in his office, and we literally go through, and I know it's, we literally go through the Westminster Confession. Mm-hmm. I always say it wrong, and y'all kill me every time. Hey, you said it right this <laughs> time. Know, you said I, it right. <laughs> I get. I even get people who who will send me Facebook messages being like, "Hey, why is your website down?" Because they'll spell it wrong. Oh, uh, Westminster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it happens all the time. Oh, but yeah. So, so we literally walked through it, uh, line by line. He would read oh, a line, wow. turn around. Hey, what do you think about that? Oh, yeah, that's cool. 
He'll he'll read a little references to it. He'll read another line. Mm-hmm. We literally went boom, boom, boom for months. Yeah. I'll go to his office at lunchtime. I enjoyed the time. Like as the time progressed, I it was part of my favorite part of the day. When we were done, I mean, the, and that just kind of speaks to how helpful the confessions are. Oh right? yeah, for sure. Like, for sure. come on. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I mean, what what I kept telling people as I was learning, I was mm-hmm. like, yo, like everything we knew or believed is written down somewhere. Like, yeah, you know, somebody actually wrote this out the way that we believe and you know mm-hmm. we know that you know the, it's the trinity we know that you know yeah you know it's uh, it's it's not scripture but it's a really really helpful summary of exactly. scripture that you can point to as like hey if you want to summarize this and here's your exactly. proof text by exactly. the way like it, it's they're god they're so and and i've got um uh, when we were at G3 at the yeah. same time a couple years ago, Tom Askell just walked up to our booth and gave me a modern language 1689 nice. from Founders. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and that's even even more helpful for me because oh, I don't yeah. have to you know get through the these and thous and yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. I got one of those too. It's yeah. dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Founders. Anyway. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there in a second. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so, so, um, so, yeah, when he was done, man, um, you know, I, it's almost like I... Like it was a TV show. I looked yeah. up at the camera. I was like, "I'm a Calvinist." Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's official. And so he he was like, "You know." So you didn't even fight it. No. Like you you just kind of went right in. A- as as I mean, it, it was undeniable. Yeah. Because when I first started reforming, I was trying to fight it. Yeah. No. It was it was undeniable for me. I mean, he he. Everything he said, I agree with. Yeah. Except the baptism with the babies, you know. I was like, eh, no, I was good. <laughs> but so, so 1689 or 1646 now for you? Well, you know, 1689. There yeah. we go. There we go. Because I, uh, I do have a pedal. Uh, I got you. It's called the 1689 because everybody has to have a, a mod of the tube screamer. Mm-hmm. So the joke is the 1689 takes something great and makes it better. Ah, uh, I like it. <laughs> I like it. So but yeah, so. We we did that and then so he gave me he was like okay now here's Ligonier look this up boom 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 mm-hmm. here's Grace to you here's True for Life you know mm. and White so, Horse in just yeah, like Desiring yeah. God like everything yep. just piled White on horse top in. of you here's uh you know um um, um Christ the Center uh, yes you know, all, yeah we I had mean, we had thanks to you yeah, well, we you had know. Camden Busey on a couple months ago yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun, fun episode, by the oh, way. Oh man, he's a good guy. Yeah, I like him. But uh, so he gave me all because he knew I was an audio guy. Like you yeah. know, I mean, reading is cool. You know, that's, I, I'll do it. But I like to listen. Yeah. You know, and especially when I drive and stuff. So he gave me all of that, man, and that uh, pretty much was my transition into reform theology, and that was the inspiration, right, for the bar, man. Those him being able to provide those resources. Yeah. I wanted to do the same thing for everybody else. Mm. It, it all ties in. It all ties in, man. <laughs> it all ties in. That's awesome, man. Well, let's take a quick break, get to our last segment, and then uh, throw in our Inquisition, and we'll get you out of here. Well, you don't have to leave, but... I got to leave. Awful. My wife is texting me right now. Fair enough. <laughs> Does God run out of patience? 
how do we bridge the gap between understanding and application of Scripture? How do I deal with my kids who have left the faith? Does God forget our sin? Join the discussion on all these topics and more on the All 7 Days podcast, where Stan, who also happens to be my dad, and Trevor take your questions and answer them from the perspective of a couple of church members just having a discussion about spiritual matters. Subscribe to the All 7 Days podcast today on Apple, Google, Spotify, Overcast, or your other favorite podcast listening platform, and check out all7days.com. And we're back with our boy Dwayne Atkinson of the Bar Podcast, yeah, yeah. and and uh, apostleship fame. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't know why I torture myself so much. I tell everybody, and they use it against me. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you just gotta self-deprecate sometimes, right? Guess, you just gotta man. own it. You just gotta own it. I guess. Um. So, so the other thing that you've you've kind of, uh, I don't know. I staked, didn't allude to. You, you didn't allude to, but you've you've staked your claim. Uh, so to speak, uh, online is you were a signatory mm. on the statement of on social justice and the gospel, mm. and and your guys uh, Daryl and Virgil are just thinking like, man, they go like they just take nukes to the social justice stuff For sure. all the time. Sure. Now I don't know if you noticed this, but you're black. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what gives? <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be all about it? That's what the culture says. Oh right? my gosh. <laughs> well, you so, know. so what kind of what kind of inspired that? So okay, so man, you know, like I told you, Turkey, North Carolina, man. Yep. East of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Dunn is probably about twenty miles from my my mom's house. In Dunn, till this day, they still have a Mule Day parade. A Mule Day Parade is when the Klan actually has a parade oh, in wow. downtown Dunn. I witnessed real life racism, like hardcore. Yeah, and I, and I've got I've got extended family in, in Northeast Mississippi, like rural Mississippi. Yeah, so I, I've seen some of that too. Yeah, I've, I witnessed real life. I've gone in gas stations and say, "Get out of here." Yeah, I've pulled over and heard the the, the, the gun cock. So I mm. witnessed that, man. And so it's really hard yeah. for me to understand this modern version of uh systemic racism. Yeah. I it's, yeah. so that that that's already my point of reference, okay? Right. Like literally, literally no one on any of either side of the debate is denying there are racists exactly. out there. Like exactly. there are racist cops and, exactly. and there are stereotypes that exactly. may not be warranted or may be warranted in some cases for some people. Who knows? Exactly. But you've experienced this I expe- stuff. You've so, walked yeah. through it. And and that and that gate that's my 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 lens. Yeah. And so with that lens, my understanding is a little different than a lot of I I wouldn't say a lot of black people. I'll say a lot of black black people that have voices. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so my lens is a little different. And so what I understand is racism, no matter what kind of form you put it in, is still a sin issue. Right. And it's an issue that I don't see an end to on this side of glory. Mm-hmm. And so if that's the case, then the gospel is the answer. So this whole only reason why there was a social justice in the gospel thing anyway only reason why they all formed like vote only reason is because when uh a lot of the quote-unquote woke christians mm-hmm. were saying you know 
uh, this, this, that, that, and then the response was preach the gospel. Then uh-huh. they said, well, the gospel, you know, that's not enough. We need this. We need that. It it almost kind of became like a, a 2000, what, 18, <laughs> since this really kind of, that was when it was released, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It was 2018. Kind of became that late 2010s version of like liberation theology like you saw with mlk a lot of times exactly exactly and that's and that's what a lot of it was uh spawned out of that's what a lot of was birthed out of uh a lot of the the liberation uh theology that you know the james cone all of that and so it it was infiltrating in a way where and and the the funny thing is on the surface it looks okay like, it, it looks really good because they're talking about reconciliation. Yeah. They're talking about making sure we have so I was you know, cool. Equal I, was, I was cool with that. But yeah. when I heard somebody say something about some reparations, I was like, "Yo, okay, hey, y'all trip." <laughs> like, who, who's paying who? Like, and, and for what? Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So Daryl, like, so and that's probably why Daryl episode is like number one on my yeah. show because he broke down a lot of that stuff. Because Daryl Harris uh, writes about this topic prolifically, like mm-hmm. one of the best. I've I've ever read and he and he is also black which which in some people's eyes gives him more credibility well because because you know you got (laughs) you got guys like MacArthur who is just pasty white yeah (laughs) who go after it and a lot of people say oh well you don't know what you're talking about because you're white right I mean I mean the same with 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 Vody I mean Vody's been yeah been 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 that guy I mean I remember years ago when he made the comment about uh, he get pretty much gave the lineage of Obama. You know, mm. and how you know, like his political lineage. With, yeah, yeah, with, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it like, Weather Underground or well, whatever? I'm just it was, saying, or... like with with you know, Dr. King and his liberal theology, mm. and then yep. his, his Obama's pastor was actually like one of his like right hand guys yeah. in his liberal theology, and that was you know the birth of Obama, mm-hmm. and then he has the same you know ideology. So I mean, Vody's been you know saying it for a while, and so. When you and it's funny because when you talked about the credibility because he's black, I don't think which which shouldn't be the case exactly right. exactly that's what I'm saying like because just like with you know when James White make the point you know yep. if a black guy says this it's cool but if I yep. say it, it's not and I agree with him like, I it, love I don't know if it was original to White uh, but he said before like playing off of Romans eight there is now therefore much condemnation mm. in the social justice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. gospel where yeah. where there is ultimately no repentance or, or no there's no redemption there's no forgiveness it's you just have to keep repenting yep and then you're told here's what you have to repent repent for next yep, yep. you're you're like what what even is whiteness yep, yep. <laughs> yeah like, yeah it's I, nothing I'm, I mean I'm super white like I, <laughs> you are I can see that <laughs> yeah. You but, are. but I don't even know what they're talking about at that point. Yeah. You know? So I mean, and, and it's 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 sad, man, because it's it's uh and and Daryl and Virgil have a great episode about it. It's actually called Whiteness, so you can go check it out. They mm-hmm. go way way deeper. But it's it all it is is their attempt to categorize, uh, you know, whether right or wrong, good or bad, you know, something, some advantage or some way that they feel like the mm-hmm. white man has or, yep. you know, uh, privilege, as they like to say. Yeah, kind of that know. intersectionality, exactly. neo-Marxism. Exactly. All, all, all of those fancy terms. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and so I don't, you know, just like, you know, Daryl, Virgil, I mean, there's, there's a slew of people, a slew of black people that people don't even know yep. that, that do not subscribe to that mindset um and so here's the thing like with woke theology it's two parts a lot of people Mm -hmm. don't know this 
two parts of woke theology. One part is social justice. Mm-hmm. The other part is actually urban um, apologetics, which a lot of people don't know about. Oh, I, I actually didn't know about I that know. part. Either. Look, this is another jewel for your for your podcast. There we go. Part two of of woke theology is urban apologetics. This is the part I agree with. So what okay. what they're dealing with in the urban apologetics side is. Um, Hebrew Israelites and mm-hmm. uh, five percenters and um, 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 Egyptologists, all of these uh, black um, cultic uh, or uh, or just like, you know, different people that are saying that, you know, the white man, I mean, Christianity yeah. is the white man's religion. I actually walked by in downtown Greenville of yeah. all places. Like we got yeah. Hebrew Israelites on, yeah. on Main Street, I know. like right down from the Jehovah's Witnesses. Bro, the Hebrew Israelites tried to get me when I was, when I worked for the school system, like oh, he man. would indoctrinate me every day. He had me questioning everything. Oh man. And, so, and I, and I know or knew like way back playing church league basketball, I played with this black dude who gave into the Egyptologist type yeah, of stuff. Yep. I didn't I didn't even know the term for it until literally just now, yeah. but that's what he was referencing. Yep. And so it's all kind of clicking yep. like Kimmet. Yep. That's what they yep. called it. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. So but woke theology mm-hmm. actually combats that. I yeah. stand totally with when <laughs> it's in, funny in regards to in regards that, to that yeah. make sure Make sure they put that on the mic. Don't don't cut yeah. me up and put me it's, on YouTube. It's, it's kind of like how how when uh, like when the NAR types will stand against a lot of like the LGBT stuff. Yeah. It's like, yeah. well, yeah, we totally agree with right. you on that. Exactly. Maybe, same, same maybe thing. with a different method or right. whatever. But right. yeah, same thing. And that's and that's that's the thing. And I like when it comes to that side, mm-hmm. I love that side because right. I witnessed someone trying to change my mm-hmm. view of Christianity. And so that's that's a side of it that a lot of people don't know. There's two parts to it. Yeah. Um. And and Eric Mason and um, uh, you know, uh, Doug, all of those guys do excellent work. Talking about Doug Logan. Side. Yeah, Doug yeah. Logan. That's Doug my guy. Doug Logan is awesome. That's my guy. <laughs> I love that dude. Yeah, that's my guy. <laughs> but they they do they do excellent work yeah. on that side as well, which yeah. gets overshadowed unfortunately because mm-hmm. of the social justice side. You know, Eric mm-hmm. Mason book is probably about one. Maybe one third, maybe one half social justice, but then there's a section about the right. urban apologetics. Right, and I actually uh, saw Eric Mason at the ML. I went to the MLK 50 conference. Oh, okay, I didn't yeah, know that. Um, yeah, um, our our dudes from that uh, group that should not be mentioned. Oh my gosh! Uh, uh, but also from my church, uh, Jesse and Zach. <laughs> Jesse hit me up. He's like, "Hey, this thing's in Memphis. You want to go?" And I was like, "Well, my parents live in Northeast Mississippi. We can just crash with them, whatever." Right. And uh, and we'll just see what's up. And there was there was a lot of really good stuff there. Yeah. And and even Eric Mason, like he had a really good, really good sermon. Or oh, he's a great preacher. It might have been might have been a sermon. It might have been one of the fifteen minutes. I don't remember. Uh, we we bumped into Russell Moore. Yeah. Who I know, you know, he's said some disagreeable things but whatever like yeah, yeah. dude also says turn me down <laughs> <laughs> dude has also said some really really good stuff i know man um so but at the same time there's like some stuff in there's like mm, yeah. i don't know if i'm gonna go there with you yeah um you know like i actually did hear some uh, overhear some people uh walking down the street going to lunch people talking about reparations and stuff yeah, and it's I just like, i'm, I'm it's not on, i'm not on board with that part it's a real know? thing it's a real thing <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Russell Moore, I had him lined up to come on the show, and then we dropped the MK50 on Just Thinking, and all of a sudden, uh, he was super busy. Oh, man. And I couldn't make it. (laughs) 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 But it's all good. We still love you, Russ. Um, 
But yeah, so it, I mean, you know, I, I stand with, you know, I stand with the Bible, man. Yeah. And when I read the social justice uh, statement, um, it was it was scriptural. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was solid. Everything in it, I agreed with it. I ran it by a lot of respectable guys that I, you know, and yeah. I've had guys, you know, even those guys like, okay, because they're smarter than me. So they were like, you know, I don't like the language on this part, or I don't like the language. You know, they gave mm-hmm. critiques to it, right? And um, and and I was like, okay, cool, but the critiques weren't in a way where it was uh something I would disagree with. Right. It was just right. language, the way right. it portrayed. Or Maybe the way it was a little it, harsh or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So which which that was probably the biggest critique by most of the guys who said they otherwise agreed with it was maybe it was a little too blunt. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have, we had people to back out, man. I yeah. don't know if you know about this, man. I I, I guess I could put him out there now because he, he uh he's just mm-hmm. on my podcast. We did a recording today of Nate Pickowitz. Uh Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's my guy, man. But he was supposed to be like one of the top signatures mm. too and, and, and he uh, didn't want to because of the way certain things were worded yeah yeah well actually i don't even know if it was that i think it was just nervous of the backlash yeah um, that may, and that like i get that yeah like we don't have to we don't have to you know plan our flag on every single issue yeah if that's maybe if that would cause too much of a of a problem yeah. in his circles then fine. yeah like it's not it's not yeah, like no, you're saying, I, I get it and i yeah. told him you know i was like so i mean I mean, he was talking to me about. It. I was like, "Well, you understand, you're talking to the founder of Be Not Deceived. Like, like I live for people coming against me. I don't right. care. Like, <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, come see me, dog. Like, I'm from the country. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's nothing. It's nothing. Which, dog. which which definitely doesn't come across in the bar, but it does come across on that Be Not Deceived page. Yeah. Like, yeah, there, no. there's no punches pulled there. Yeah, no, no, don't, don't, don't. You know, if if it's scriptural, if it's biblical, we're standing right. Up, you know, right. Where, where if if we're gonna talk, you know, about a political solution to something, like if if there's <laughs> some law saying that someone's gonna treat me differently than they're gonna treat you, then yeah, we're gonna. Oh, for sure. Obviously. Oh, all over it. But if if we're saying because of stuff that happened generations ago that didn't have anything to do between the two of us yeah then to take money from us and give it to the other yeah. because of that like that doesn't make any sense yeah yeah i mean daryl preached uh this past uh this past week uh might have been sunday and he traces ancestry back uh and to uh slave owners <laughs> my dogs are going crazy yeah he, he, it's, it's not because you're here, because one of my dogs is racist. Oh for my real. gosh. <laughs> he, <laughs> bro, I'm from the country, he, dog. Is, you ain't hear he, me? I'm from yeah, the country. Yeah, I ain't scared. He, he, he is not. My dog is not woke. Oh, okay. <laughs> I ain't scared of no dog, man. I'm from the country. You know how many times I've been bit? <laughs> scared of no dog. <laughs> but anyway, but, but Daryl traces ancestry back to slave owners. Oh, like okay. White slave owners. Wow. Like, yeah. even, like, because, you know, my, my last name, Atkinson, uh, we got it from our slave owner. We were the Atkinson slaves, and that's mm. how I got my last name. Yeah. And um, he actually found Atkinson's in his bloodline. Oh, really? Yeah. So Daryl did that 
as a point to okay, if there's gonna be reparations, mm-hmm. then am I paying for my parents' refer- you know, what, yeah. what they did, what yeah. they took, what they you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you can't do that. You right. can't you know, they we, we call it uh sin, sin by proxy. You can't Exactly. You, you can't put it on somebody. You can else. have war by proxy. Right. <laughs> of course. This is America. <laughs> No, that's 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 for the Corey Truax show. Okay, uh, all right, all right. Uh, the Corey Truax episode that we did. All right, all right. okay. <laughs> but yeah, but you can't send by proxy. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You can't do that. You can't put that on somebody else. And, right. And 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 what I was which, going to which isn't that's not denying federal headship. Of or course original not. Sin. Of course like, not. That, there's a difference. Oh there. my gosh! So you got me going somewhere else. We're gonna be here all night. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, I watched and your wife video. is texting you. We got to get. Going. I know. I, let me let me tell you about this video. This chick, oh, let me forgive me. This lady, um, <laughs> no, it's okay. It's a guitar podcast. Okay, well, this lady, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it that lady because I want. Yeah, she gave a talk. Uh, she she founds a organization. I'm not going to mention. I don't mm-hmm. want to put it out there mm-hmm. like that. But she found, but she gave a talk talking about federal headship and how you know we we're paying. You know we have the sins of our father Adam, mm-hmm. and so why shouldn't white men? Carry the sins of their father. I was like, who? Yeah. Really? Are you serious? Did you literally stand on the stage and say that? Right. I could not believe I was blown away. Because by that same standard, like, I I know I have at least one, if not a couple, of (laughs) of great, great, greats that fought for the Confederacy. Right. So, like, how are you going to hold that against me? Exactly. Exactly. What? Exactly. (laughs) And and let's not forget any. Let's say if she's truly African, if one of her great granddaddies killed a white man, I mean you got to pay for that. Or or even like a lot of the African slave trade was African tribes conquering other African tribes. So how far do we go back? Yeah. Yeah. So it's all arbitrary. That's half the problem. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So so yeah, that was that was very sad to see. Yeah. Um. Because she she's done a lot of work on the apologetic side, mm-hmm. and that I really enjoy. That and would otherwise be really orthodox, like not even very much not so. even like nonsense, NAR embellished yeah. story type of stuff. Exactly, and she's actually been on the podcast, like this mm. that you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. For her to get up there, and I'm like, dang, should I take your joint down? Like you know, <laughs> it had me thinking. But but all in all, man, back to your your original man. I I agree with the statement. Um, you know, everybody mm-hmm. that had a hand and a pen in it, um, I I respect love dearly. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you know, Tom, uh, Tom Askel, Buck, mm-hmm. you know, all those guys, man. Um, a lot of people don't know they met, you know, secretly. You know, they had yeah, this covert yeah. meeting, and <laughs> you know, they they all. Yeah, it wasn't like an overnight. Like somebody's just gonna. This write this, this is out. a long thought out. Oh, they didn't sure. want to be knee jerk about oh, it for sure. For sure. I mean, they were Skyping Vody in. Like, it was yeah. it was a very well put together thing. Um, and I was, you know, privy to, you know, be be a part of it somewhat. Mm-hmm. Not in any writing or anything. They psh, Nobody, nobody wants you to write. write. That's right. <laughs> Actually, they want me to write. I just can't do it. I get offers all the time. And then you do write, and they're like, oh, we can't We're going to turn this. it into an interview. <laughs> Sorry, Ligonier. I'm I'm gonna work on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got a deadline with Ligonier. Like, oh no. Yeah. 
I need I need a ghostwriter. Call me. Uh, I, was I got I got a journalism degree. Hit me. Up. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> but yeah. But but no. I I love all those guys, man. Yeah. And and I thought what was, I'm gonna mention this, man, before we get ready to close out. Cause yeah. I, I'm gonna be in the doghouse. Um, <laughs> I thought it was what was really significant. Um, because because of my my relationship with Ligonier. Yeah. I reached out to them prior to it coming out, mm-hmm. and I said, hey. I, I really respect our relationship. I want to let you know this is what I'm. They already knew about it. I didn't know, but they knew about yeah. it. I was like, oh yeah, we know. You know, you know, as an organization, we can't sign it, but mm-hmm. um, you know, we do agree with it. Whatever, whatever. And um, and and then with uh, Doctor uh, RC Wife ended up signing it. Vesta mm-hmm. ended up signing. Yeah, it, which was really dope. I thought that was yeah. Just, that's just like, that's some clout right there. Yeah, that was dope. So. Just, just put that out there, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's uh, get to our Inquisition here for a couple minutes, just right. real quick. We didn't have, I guess it was, I'll assume it was because I posted it at a different time than I normally do, because we normally record Monday mornings. Oh, okay. And uh, I normally post that, like, Sunday afternoon. Still should have posted it Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I should have. Come I just, on, man. Uh, Slip yeah, and slacking. Yeah. We're, we're professionals here and oh, forget stuff. Excuse me. <laughs> so... Um, so what I'm just going to do, I'm just going to turn your signature questions around on you Uh, and let's, let's even do, uh, what kind of music are you listening to right now? Like what are you crushing? I am crushing. It's funny. We we talked about it earlier. Wu-Tang, man. (laughs) I am in a Wu-Tang vein because the, the series is out on Hulu. Oh, really? Saga. It's a TV series pretty much depicting how they came together. Mm. See, Tom- that's how wide I am, is I didn't oh, know, I know that. I know. I saw you, oh, really? Like, yeah, no idea what you're talking about. We'll no, just, I, I know Wu-Tang. Uh, I know, I was just messing with you. There ain't nothing to, no, I, oh, well, <laughs> we won't whoa, go there. Whoa, whoa. You got to hit that E on there. Yeah, huh? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to hit that E on the episode, on the anchor, boy. Hit that little E at the bottom. Oh my gosh! All right, so yeah, I'm vibing hard Wu Tang, and tomorrow's leg day, so and tomorrow's Wednesday, so oh, Wu Wednesday. Leg day, leg day is the worst. Yeah. I got I got garbage knees, so yeah, me too. I yeah. got surgery on both of them. Tell people I got three bad knees, three surgeries. Oh man! <laughs> so Wu Tang, yeah, that's that's I'm hard, right? I'm I'm already I'm already a '90s hip hop guy. Yeah, yeah. But Wu Tang right now is what I'm super super banging on right good now. stuff and second question what podcasts and sermons are you listening to <laughs> so podcast wise uh I, I actually haven't been listening to a lot lately what um, yeah you're yeah. like the king of reform podcast i know man i know um mo- and it's funny most of the podcasts i listen to now are people that are trying to start up and want me to help critique oh yeah that makes sense yeah i'm i'm doing a lot of that now because um, even like when we started this thing up like i you were the first person i called i was like yeah. teach me <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they call me the pod father <laughs> that is that is one of the best things i've heard all week <laughs> yeah yeah but no that i i that's probably what i listen to podcast wise sermon wise i do still enjoy like sunday um my wife had to work from home so we didn't go to church i i still enjoy even oh i know right <laughs> look there, there was a time where i wouldn't i would like oh you gotta i'm going like yeah because i you ain't saved unless you go no i was kidding <laughs> but um so we we ended up 
sitting home and um and and you know hit me a Johnny Mac man mm. old Johnny Mac yeah. classic you know oh yeah and um and 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 have my Bible open and enjoy yeah. it man like like I really enjoyed it I had a really good time so sermon wise always J Mac always those you know, sermons where you know. like obviously like if you go to a conference or whatever like it's kind of a given you'll have your Bible open sure. or you'll have a notebook to take all like just insane amounts of notes or whatever. Sure. But if if you pull up an old sermon from somebody and you start taking notes, like you know it's hidden. Oh yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I, I did a I don't I think I might have told this story last week. I don't remember. But <laughs> you know, I coach baseball. Yeah. I was on the way to practice listening to a to John Piper preach on Romans nine and it was so good. I started taking notes on my phone oh my while gosh. I was <laughs> Watch out, Greenville. Watch out. Watch out, uh, Highway 14. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right we... after Pelham Road. <laughs> which, which that's when you know it gets real. Oh, yeah. You, you gambling Between Pelham there. and Roper Mountain. <laughs> yeah, you over there gambling them curves. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, third question. Uh, what books are you reading? Yes. So, or, or listening to, since you're an audio guy. Well, I, I have a book that I'm working on. Um, yeah. Me and my wife are going to try to work through it. We just got it uh, on Saturday. Um, one of my previous guests, John Osmond, mm-hmm. wrote a book called uh, uh, Territory. What is it? Truth or Territory? Talking about. Oh, is this, uh, is this some NAR stuff? Well, it's, since it's, they like territory. I know. And it's, <laughs> it's actually combating it. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Jim Osmond, Pastor Jim Osmond, is Justin Peters' pastor. And so. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he wrote a book um, pretty much going after the whole um, NAR, you know, yeah. territory, spiritual yeah. warfare. And it's from a biblical standpoint. Because yeah. I used to be, like I said, in, interested in spiritual warfare. So mm-hmm. understanding it from a biblical perspective, I'm excited about digging into this book. That is, you don't have to let me know how that goes. Oh, I, well, listen, <laughs> he sent me about 10 copies. Ooh. So you, oh, here we go. You might, here we go. I, I, I might hook you up, man. Yes, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Well, dude, thanks for thanks for coming on, bro. And, this is so and, fun. And going into the doghouse uh, during during the Doxology podcast, we really appreciate you taking one for the team <laughs> and for Thank our you. listeners. So, so where can we find you? Yes, sir. So you can find everything I do on the dot com. Uh, we have a tab for our gear, which is fly and dope. You know, I, I still got to get a shirt. Oh my, I'm gosh. slacking on that. Oh my gosh, I, I, you just want me to give it to you? That's all. That's why you're waiting. <laughs> We we got we got shirts, hats. It's about to be fall time, y'all. So we got beanies, hoodies, sweatshirts. Holla at your boy. But yeah, barpodcast.com. You can find us also on Instagram, Twitter, the bar underscore podcast, and on Facebook, the bar podcast. And you can find me, Dwayne21, Twitter and Instagram. And don't look for me on Facebook. That's just for family. <laughs> family in that that one group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, follow us and comment on Facebook and Instagram. You, you, yeah, if I can talk right, you can subscribe on iTunes and Spotify and leave a five-star review. As normal, we don't care if it's honest. We just want the stars, even if you want to talk crap about us. You can support the show at anchor.fm. Anchor.fm, I still can't talk. You can donate money and help us to improve. So if you pledge to donate $10 a month for a year, you get your choice of a Piper Drive V2 or the Wycliffe Fuzz. We're going to leave you with brand new uh, Westminster artist, Empty, and a cut off their new album. Thanks for listening.
Disappear. Wake up, I know 